Hey guys, welcome back to Twitch Tech. I am your host, White Shadow. And today, guys, we're going to be going over episode seven. And um, like I said, third episode out of every month, we are going to be going over a particular streamer's setup and what they use, why they use it. And it just so happens we're going to be talking about the man, the myth, the legend himself, Ninja. He just got a brand new setup from Red Bull. Red Bull came in to his new house, set up a insanely amazing new stream room he has a couple pcs that were supplied by nzxt he's got a crazy good microphone crazy camera setup nothing I, like i've ever seen before on twitch like all sorts of crazy stuff and uh james james and chat said he thought i was talking about him no yours is later yours is later because yours is a little yours is pretty crazy as well but i don't think i've ever seen a setup this insane and over the top in my entire life it's pretty much like a professional um news station or um almost like espn's news anchor station so we're gonna go over like all of the stuff that ninja uses in his setup but before we do that we got we got to go over the news this is a new thing i'm starting each week so we can kind of talk about what's going on in the world of tech related to streaming so um big announcement today from astro that they announced a new controller for playstation 4 and pc and it's a modular controller because of course astro was built on a kind of modularity style headset of course you can take the microphone off do them different ear cups designs and all that stuff so this controller is actually really cool you can switch out the thumbstick layout you can switch out the uh um, it has the mappable buttons on the back. You can actually switch out face plates and things of that sort. It looks really cool. I'm super amped about it. Didn't see that coming from a company like Astro. And I think it's actually going to give Scuff and Razer a run for their money because you guys know that Razer makes the controllers for PlayStation and Xbox now as well. And having something from Astro, and you guys know Astro does some top tier quality style stuff. I think it's going to give them a run for the money. So it's th this controller looks really cool. It's got the trigger stops. It's got a nice plug-in um, plug system. So if you like to play wired, looks really cool. And uh, the thumbstick thing looked amazing because you can actually remap the thumbsticks to kind of resemble an Xbox controller. And I like the style of Xbox controller better when the D-pad is down on the bottom and the other thumbstick is up on top. It's just more ergonomic and it feels better in, in my opinion. So you can do that. And um, it's just, I really hope they make an Xbox controller though, because I don't play a lot of competitive style shooters on my PlayStation. So yeah, really hoping Xbox gets one from Astro, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, no, no word yet on if there's like an internal amplifier for like the headphones and stuff. I would imagine so that they're going to have something to do with the Astro mix amp and some sort of support there but it's looking look looking like a pretty decent setup for uh playstation and pc players that like to use controllers so i might have to see if i can pre-order one or pick one up um on the pc front we've got black friday coming up guys black friday there's gonna be tons and tons and tons of pc parts on sale and i think i saw the ryzen 7 1700x on sale for 150 right now and you can get a paired up with a motherboard for right around 250 dollars so it's a really really good deal on an eight core 16 threaded processor with a decent motherboard 
for right around 250 bucks. That's what that processor retailed at launch. So eight cores, 16 threads of process, pure processing power. You can overclock it to right around four gigahertz or so, and you've got a pretty decent streaming uh, CPU. Uh, definitely worth it if you're going to be going in for a dedicated streaming PC because uh, I know a lot of us have our own PCs out there. If you want a dedicated streaming PC, you can definitely pick that thing up. Um, AMD recently launched the R9 or RX 590, I believe. Yeah, the RX 590. A little bit beefed up version of a 580, and I think uh, they're still going to keep producing the 580 from my understanding, but they are... Um, it's it's going to be a little bit more beefed up of, of the 580. And... Um, which leads me to say the 580s are going to go on sale. I mean, I've seen a ton of 580s going on sale. Decent GPU if you don't need like crazy 4K style stuff. Go for the 580, overclock it. You've got a pretty decent GPU. Fun fact about the 580 is it's essentially the exact same architecture as what's run in Xbox and PlayStation 4. So you know it'll run games at a pretty decent frame rate, especially if you have FreeSync monitors, which I've seen hundreds of those bad boys going on sale this season. So if you want a pretty decent GPU, pick up one or two of the 580s, get a nice FreeSync monitor, and you're set. Uh, that would be a nice little streaming setup if you go for the Ryzen 7. And like James just said, the 590 is built on the 12 nanometer process. Um, no... 7 nanometer GPUs are coming from AMD quite yet, but we have seen, this is another bit of news about the AMD side of things, we have seen AMD is teasing us with the new Epic series processor, which is built on Zen 2. Zen 2 is coming, guys. Um, it is built on the Zen 2 architecture, and it is the Epic Rome series. I cannot wait to see what zen 2 does and um yeah the processing market is getting crazy also instinct uh i'm pretty excited about that and i'm also very excited very 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 excited because intel also is launching new xeons and extremely high core count xeons amd's coming out with extremely high core count epic processors all of what why I'm excited about server processors is they all translate to the mainstream stuff. So looking at all of the de device releases and the PC releases coming out is going to be very exciting for the streaming market because processing power. Oh, I can't wait, dude. I just cannot wait. I cannot wait because all of this new processors and all of these new GPUs are only doing better. So, to kind of wrap around, wrap out the news here, a uh, little bit, let's talk a bit, a bit about NVIDIA. So as we talked about last time, NVIDIA is going through some growing pains or issues with the RTX 20 series. Um, I've talked to a couple people that have commented on the YouTube channel on some of my videos about RTX and what is going on with their GPUs. Um, one of the guys is actually getting his card back very soon. One of the guys just reported in, um, he has a 2070 from MSI, and it just died on him after two weeks of ownership. So he's getting it back from MSI soon. Um, another 2080 popped up. And then one guy said he just had driver issues, which then got resolved with the new driver updates that NVIDIA just threw out. So it's it seems like 
the 20 series just has a conglomerate issues and it can be a hit or a miss depending on which kind of card you have and what kind of manufacturing date you have. NVIDIA seems to be fixing this is these issues with the newer models that they're bringing out. And by, by newer models, I mean they are just newer batches, I should say. So it seems like they're starting to resolve some of the issues, but it, like literally hundreds, if not thousands of these cards were kind of DOA or dead on arrival. And um, it's, it's kind of a gigantic blow to the um, sheer processing power of RTX. Another thing that is a blow to RTX is Battlefield 5 is now out. That's going to pick up on the microphone while I'm recording. Um, that was a beep. So RTX or uh, Battlefield 5 is out. So they tried ray tracing and a bunch of benchmarks have come out about the ray tracing. 2080 Ti. Ray tracing turned on at 4K. Instantly. Instantly halves all of the FPS that you get. So I think the 2080 Ti is able to do 4K 30 with ray tracing on. All of the other cards are under 19, 20 FPS or something like that at 4K. Uh, 1080p was usable on pretty much all the cards, but ray tracing isn't what we thought it was going to be. I mean, it looks beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It looks beautiful, but ray tracing kind of just gets sl like slices your FPS in half. Um, in my opinion, the tensor cores are better suited for encoding streams, encoding um, different things like DaVinci Resolve is able to utilize the uh, RTX cores. Adobe is working on being able to utilize those RTX cores, so on and so forth. So I feel like ray tracing isn't the highlight of what we should be looking at with NVIDIA RTX. I feel like it should be DLSS because DLSS early benchmarks are showing 2070s, 4K, 60 FPS, and like even the most demanding titles. So I think DLSS is going to be the huge, huge thing for RTX um, this upcoming season. But that about does it for all of the news thus far. I don't have any... It was kind of dry for news this week. So just quick and easy. But let's get into Ninja's setup here. Let's get into Ninja's setup. So Ninja just uh, released his um, video. Uh, Red Bull, for the background on this, Red Bull came in and they are they basically redid his entire streaming room. Built a room inside of his house. Red Bull brought a team in and said, What do you want? From this thing the sky is the limit there's no budget on top of this thing what do you want to do we're going to get you the highest quality setup that you like anybody has on twitch so ninja gave him like the specs and stuff that he wanted and they like took it to the next level so his stream room is insane and we're talking this thing has like an announcement table where he can stand there and he has like these two gigantic samsung uh qled led or q led screens behind him and he can go over and kind of like teach you what he did in Fortnite, like how to pull stuff off, crazy stuff like that. Um, or he can show like funny reels. The entire room is lit up by like LEDs and stuff on the walls. So he can hit a button after something happens and the entire room turns red or green or blue. Like it's all sorts of different stuff. If he's in a top 10 situation and the room turns red, and it's, it's insane what he's able to do. They have a disco ball that drops down from the top to do the pon pon. It's crazy. So 
He's got a lot of processing power. He's got a lot of LED screens. He's got a lot of just crazy stuff going on in his, this new room. And we're going to talk about it today. So starting with the microphone that he's using, and this is actually mislabeled in the uh, video if you watch it. They actually label his microphone as a Rode NT2000, which if you go search a Rode NT2000 and then you look at the one they showed in the video, it, that's not an NT2000. The actual microphone that he uses in his um, setup is a Electro Voice RE20. And I believe he uses one or two of these. I can't, they didn't say in the video how, like, which one he uses, but he does use a RE20. RE20 is a very good mic. Our guy in chat, James the Bard, he does use this microphone. He was using a Procaster. Ninja also has, has a Procaster in his um, older setups. RE20, fantastic mic, one of the best dynamic mics on the market, and one that I think anybody, if you have the money, Go out and buy one. Um, it's a very professional broadcast mic. Very, very, very good frequency range and dynamic range on this microphone. And it's one of the best broadcast mics on the market. So moving on to away from the microphone. I mean, that the mic is just good. Um, there's nothing else about it. Um, cameras. Let's talk about the cameras for a second. So his cameras that he's using here. He's not using just a little webcam. He's not using a DSLR. He's not using just anything. The cameras that he uses are crazy. I'm talking people have filmed movies, like professional movies with these cameras. They've um, been used for just a ton of different stuff. He uses, he's using three Blackmagic Ursa Mini Pros, which can handle 4K at up to 120 FPS. These things are insane. They are full production quality 4K cameras. And he's using three of them. So he has one pointed right at him, like, like we have one right here. Then if, you, if you're on Anchor, you won't see this. But like if you've ever seen the stream, then we have, like we have right pointed right here. Then he has one over to the side and another over to the side over here. And I think he may have a fourth one. I'm not sure. I, I only counted three. But he, then he has another one um, pointed at the station where he's, um, he can stand at with the TVs behind him. So the announcement station, which is insane. Like, Blackmagic Ursa Mini Pros are phenomenal cameras. They have some of the best optics I've ever seen. And they are right around two to 3000 a pop. So, some of the highest-end cameras on the market. Now, pushing the video feed or pulling the video feed from these cameras is a different style of station that we've never seen used on Twitch. I have searched everywhere to see if this thing has been used on Twitch. Uh, and this is really used in like professional uh, radio stations. They're used in professional, they're used in professional um, just broadcasts for news stations and things of that sort. It's called an Atom TV Studio Pro 4K. And basically what this is, is a control panel to handle the camera feeds and help capture them and then put them back out to the uh, stream PC. So he's able to capture all of this with that Atom TV Studio Pro 4K, all three of or four of those cameras. I believe it might be four. I believe it might be four. But he's able to capture all of that and then spit it back out. And it's very small and easy to use. It's really no larger than 
basically a keyboard and maybe an interface sitting next to each other. So it's pretty small footprint, but if you've seen his uh, new setup, he has one of the largest desks I've ever seen for streaming. So he has the space for it. And I believe they're using two of those Atom TV Studio Pro 4Ks, one to control the audio and then one to control the video as well. So they can mix and master all of that right there. He's already got all of the settings. He's not even using the Go XLR. I mean, he's using professional workstation style stuff. So um, moving on to one of the walls. On one of the walls, he has five Samsung TVs. So I think there's four 45-inch TVs and then one 55-inch up and down. And it always has his like Ninja logo on there but he can also put like different clips on each one to show off some stuff, which is crazy awesome, which is crazy awesome. I'm going to pause here for a second. Master Fweed, thank you for the Twitch Prime sub. You are the greatest. I love your face. Um, I don't have notifications on simply because this all gets recorded and sent back out to YouTube and Anchor. So thank you for that sub, dude. But um, he has five Samsung TVs on the wall and they are 4K TVs, meaning he can output all of the video feeds from those 4k monitors and it's just it's freaking amazing um he also has a media server built in behind those tvs so there's a door actually off in the back you can go in behind the wall and they have this gigantic media server that nzxt has set up for him as well so this is all capturing all of his video feeds and he's able to go back and re then replay all of that and show off different things so he has somebody behind there working that as well the analyst table is what i'm talking about for all of this stuff so he's able to stand in front of his analyst table like an espn sports announcer and go back and replay all of the stuff that just happened live on stream that is some seriously next level stuff not even dr disrespect can do that and dr disrespect has an insane setup So he has, I put dual NZXT custom gaming streaming rigs on there, but he actually has three custom NZXT rigs and they are all the same. They're all the same spec. They are all the same specs here. And we're going to go over kind of in depth what he uses for his uh, streaming, gaming and other capture PC. So he's got a lot of processing power. I don't even know, like they didn't even put out the media server setting um, specs. But I'm pretty sure the media server specs are pretty incredible to be able to capture all of that stuff. So NZXT, as you guys know, he is sponsored by NZXT. He has a Ninja gaming PC. You can actually go buy this exact spec on their website. And this is the exact spec that he uses. He spec this out himself. He worked with NZXT to get the best optimization so he can run games at the highest frame rates possible in today's technology. So nzxt h700i is the case that he uses it has the custom ninja skin on it the motherboard i'm just going to read down the specs and then kind of go into detail so the motherboard is an asus rog maximus 11 hero i believe xi yeah 11 that's 11 and it's a fantastic motherboard overclocks very very well and it's made to handle the eight core 16 thread processing power of the new i9-9900K CPU. Granted, keep this in mind, he has the same exact spec for three different PCs. And I mean, the, the CPU is one of the most powerful in the industry right now. 
he did have an 8700K, and they upgraded him to the i9. Yeah, he, he and a motherboard that he had before this was the NZXT uh, motherboard for this part, the 8700K. Uh, they ditched that just simply because they needed more overclocking headroom, and the NZXT board didn't provide that overclocking headroom. They wanted the balls to the wall, like best of the best out there. And Asus makes one of the best motherboards for the 9900K. Cooling this thing is the NZXT Kraken X72. That's a 360 degree, or 300, 360 degree, what am I talking about? 360 millimeter radiator, uh, three fans on the front and back. So it's a really good CPU cooler. I use the X52 personally, and it's uh, it's a great it's a great cooler. It's one of the best um, AIOs or all-in-one CPU coolers you can buy right now. Uh, he also is running an RTX 2080 Ti. I think it's just a stock one with um, the NZXT GPU block on it with running another liquid cooled thing. Uh, it could be an Asus one. I couldn't see. I couldn't tell. But I, it's just an RTX 2080 Ti. All right. So for RAM, he's running G-Skill Trident Z RGB 32 gigabytes. It's it's great RAM. Uh, I believe it's clocked at 3600 or 4000 megahertz. Can't remember that. But I know it's 32 gigabytes of ridiculously good RAM. Uh, for storage, we're using Intel Optane 905, 960 gigabyte SSD. That's likely for games. Then he's using a Seagate Barracuda 4 terabyte. Two of them. Uh, great, great, great storage there. He's got a NZXT 850 80 plus gold digital uh, power supply. Good power supply. NZXT actually makes really good power supplies. Um, NZXT Hue Lighting. Air RGB, he's got two 144. Oh, no, he's using three of those in his case. Uh, then he's using cable mod, power upgrade for the um, power supply, NZXT USB expansion, and then Microsoft Windows 10 Pro. So, what all of that means is he's got some serious processing power, gaming power, rendering power, whatever. And he has three of these PCs. So there's one right here next to him, that's his gaming PC. That's the one you're going to see sitting next to his Red Bull cooler. And then he has another one up underneath the desk with optimal airflow. So they actually installed like air inlets and outlets. So they're actually pumping in clean, cold air into this PC. And then it exits out the other side. And its own little custom box is still in the NZXT case. Then he's got another one over here to handle like the media output to the server which is crazy. So he's got a bunch of different stuff happening and he can actually, with this other PC, he can actually pull up and load all of the clips that he wants to right there without ever having to go into the media room. They can send it to that PC, pull him up, and then he can walk over to his analyst, analyst desk and get things going there. So he's got his main streaming thing. He's got the analyst um, area here. And then he steps back to the analyst room, which is insane and it's all in the same room i mean the room is probably the size of my apartment living room which is it's pretty big and the way they set this thing up is very professional and it's probably one of the craziest setups i have personally ever seen on twitch i mean ninja you guys see how many views he pulls he pulls some insane numbers on twitch he's basically risen above twitch 
celebrity status to just a being a celebrity. I mean, he's playing with people like Drake, Marshmello. Um, oh my gosh, who else? He plays with a ton of NFL players. So a bunch of NFL guys come and play Fortnite with him. I mean, these these guys are top tier. He plays with like MLB players, all sorts of stuff, man. I mean, he gets to go to red carpet stuff for Hollywood. There's a rumor going around that he's going to have a star on the Holly, like Hollywood Boulevard. Something, It's all sorts of crazy stuff. So, yeah, his setup is very well deserving of the level of play and the level of stream that he has. So going into some of the extra stuff that he has, like I said about all of the LEDs around the room, he has this control little thing that he can pull towards him. And when something crazy happens, he can actually hit this button and a little disco RGB ball drops down from the ceiling and he starts doing the pon-pon and the room starts flashing all of these different colors. He has another one setting where he can hit a button in a top 10 situation and the entire room turns red to kind of symbolize like hey this is a really high pressure situation chat's going to understand okay cool um this is about to happen he's not going to be able to answer us so we better we better watch and see what happens yeah and i think i think he has that also linked into his overlay so when he hits that button, it changes the overlay as well. So it goes red, kind of like you would see on a game show. Essentially, what Ninja has done here is taken his setup and made it more interactive for the viewer to keep them engaged. So, And he needs a ton of processing power to do that, which NZXT has set him up with some of the highest quality stuff I've seen. I have not seen PCs on anybody's stream with that level of just amazing specs yeah he could have a 32 core threadripper yeah he could have the 18 core i7 or um, i9 or something like that but the 9900k is actually stronger than some of those other cpus in terms of sheer encoding and in terms of sheer uh gaming prowess and he, uh, that's uh, like it's crazy oh i forgot to mention in the um, pcs he's also using elgato 4k 60 capture cards so some of the best capture cards on the market I would have liked to see Magewell because Magewell, is, I, in my opinion, makes uh, some incredible graph, uh, uh, capture cards, but he's using that. And of course, he has that Atom uh, TV Studio Pro 4K to handle all of the capture of the different Ursa Minis. I think what excited me most was those Ursa Minis. Guys, I've never seen anybody have that level of camera. Those are basically red, uh, red camera quality level. I mean, when I say... Full production style cameras. Blackmagic Ursa Minis were used to uh, film one of the Transformers movies. That's how good his cameras are. And he's capturing these at 1080p 60fps. Like his entire setup is capturing at 1080p 60fps. So he's got a he's got a dope setup. And um, I'm going to break off here. Merck said that 9900K IPC. So the 9900K is the only processor on the market that will not bottleneck a 2080 Ti. A lot of testing has been done with the 2080 Ti, and even the 18-core i9-7980XE will bottleneck with dual 2080 Ti's. The 9900K is the only one that will not bottleneck because of the IPC, or instructions per clock, of the 9900K. So the IPC of the 9900K is the highest on the market. You can't get anything higher than the 9900K right now. 
if AMD is able to match that, then I will be very impressed. But as it stands right now, that is the best processor on the market for gaming because it will not bottleneck your GPU. Every other processor will. That is why NZXT went with it, and that is why they maintained that same spec through all of his, all three of his PCs. He was running a triple PC system, and we talked about that in the previous podcast about the multiple streaming setups that you can do. I have never personally seen anything like Ninja's setup, and I'm going to link the video. You guys should definitely go check it out because it's like, it's not enough for me to sit here and talk about it. I wish there was some way for me to represent it on this podcast, but just me talking about it, like, should get you, just be like a little teaser until you go watch this thing. Like, it is crazy, crazy, crazy setup. I think my, like, like I said, my favorite thing was seeing the Blackmagic Ursa Minis because I love that camera. I've actually held one and used one before. Um, and the other thing was just the sheer processing power that he has for gaming and streaming. Like he has insane frame rates in Fortnite with that setup. So yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. Not going to lie. But guys. I'm going to go ahead and open up chat here. I'm going to go ahead and open up chat here. Um, let's kind of talk about like what your favorite thing in any of your favorite streaming setups would be. Like, well, if you were to upgrade right now, what would be the biggest piece of upgrade that you would go with for anybody? And James, I know like the only thing you need is that motherboard. I'm not going to, I'm going to call you out here. Sorry about that. Trackball Sniper says a GTX 1080 on Black Friday. GTX 1080 on Black Friday. GTX 1080s will be going on sale on Black Friday. 100% guarantee it. But I do want to warn you, the GTX 10 series is going out of stock literally everywhere. And once they're out, the only thing we have to buy is the 20 series. Hey, I went with the desk this time. All right, James, fair enough. Fair enough. Desk. And that's okay. So fun, fun thing about desks. That is the most overlooked pieces of gear in any setup. Desk and PCs are the two most overlooked pieces of gear. And they're honestly two of the most important. So yes, desk is, uh, desk is definitely the thing. Oh, a trackball. You're coming from a 970. Nice dude. The 1080 is gonna be a huge upgrade for you, bud. 1080 is gonna be a massive upgrade. I went from an R9 390 to a 1070 to a 1080. So my upgrade path was a little bit different. But going from just one extreme to the other, you're going to see a world of difference. If I had the money right now, I would go with two Trident Xs from MSI. And his spec was a i9-9900K with a 2080. So yeah, that's definitely going to be a huge upgrade for Silent. Actually, I'm looking at adding four M.2 SSDs for local cache for rendering and streaming. Raid zero fun times. That's going to be incredible. I'd go 9th Gen i7 with matching motherboard and RAM. It says Agent Rando. Merck says, I need a better desk chair, full PC, microphone, stream deck, capture card. Yeah, you need the works there, Merck. I have an i7-6700K, can stream at 300 kilobits per second, 720p at 60fps, looking to up the resolution and still be able to run everything on good settings. You are going to need a stronger processor. And the reason I say stronger processor is the uh, i7-6700K. Although a good processor runs out of threads while streaming and gaming at the same time. 
when you start getting into 1080p 60 fps you need at least six cores 12 threads or eight cores um 16 threads and you will need to increase your bit rate just a little bit yeah dual pc setups like i said dual pc setups at the end of the day are um some of the best yeah some of the best out there um you would benefit probably trackball from just getting a brand new um streaming pc and i can help you with that if you ever need to especially if you're doing a local recording it's brutal yes and see that's the reason why i like ninja setup here so much is because he can do local recording with one whole pc over here while he's encoding a stream and gaming on the other pc so he's got a gaming pc the streaming re rendering pc and then a local recording pc as well as his media server that's handling all of the other stuff dude i'm too broke at the moment for a ton of stuff no it's all good man i think mercs just upgraded to a dual pc and it blew his mind yeah that's something i'm looking at that's really like only thing i want for christmas is the dedicated stream pc which you don't need a super high-end graphics card for that unless you're doing it for rendering but um the pc spec that i'm looking at is a either a 1700x or 2600 a ryzen 16 gigs of ram two terabyte hard drive you don't need anything crazy because you're just gonna i'm just gonna have the uh streaming software and stuff on there and i'm gonna free up space on my gaming pc i've got a 7750 graphics card a radeon nothing crazy it's just a little one gigabyte card to run a couple monitors and then I've got already got a 650 watt power supply, so more than enough. I'm gonna do it in an MATX case. So there's a Cooler Master Q300P, small form factor case. Gonna be able to put everything I need inside of that, and then stow it away in a small little space, with still with plenty of airflow. And I've got my HD60 Pro that I'm gonna be able to capture the gaming PC with. So definitely gonna be a nice, definitely gonna be a nice little upgrade if I can make it happen. Definitely helps out my computer has to run two 1080p 60 encoders at the same time. It doesn't have a lot left for things like PC games. Yeah. Yeah. Still need new headphones. Uh, so there is an echo in the Blue Yeti mic for my speakers. Yeah. Um, you might want to just upgrade your mic instead. You go with a dynamic, you would you'd be able to utilize um, your speakers. Also, my audience is virtually non-existent, so I would consider going all in on a whole streaming pc just yet it's all in what you like to do man it's all a hobby start out with a hobby just think about it like do i want to take this seriously do i just want to keep going and mic stand to get it closer to my mouth yeah definitely um i would say instead of doing a pc upgrade upgrade your audio first audio is always 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 the first thing i would upgrade personally because you've got a decent pc right now that can handle a stream Granted, you can't do 1080p 60fps, but at the time of your... You have to think about your viewers as well. Can they watch a 1080p 60fps stream, especially if they're watching off of their smartphone? So definitely think about that. Um, look at the look at getting a new microphone because, of course, your vocal presence is probably one of the most important things on a channel. So something to think about there. From what I can see, it looks like you have the same stand I used to have. Yeah, I love this stand. It's really nice. I run mine at 720p 60. I do it for the sake of one, encoding, because it allows me to drop the preset a little bit lower to make it smoother. And two, 
because my view, all of my viewers, no matter what platform they're on, if they're on mobile, if they're on their PC, or if their internet connection just isn't the best, they can still be able to watch the stream. They can still be able to watch the stream. So, yeah, definitely uh, want to think about streaming at 720p, 60fps. Ninja is able to stream at 1080p, or 720p at 60fps. 4K60 win? I don't think that's ever going to happen. In the future, yes, when we have more processing power and the entire nation is able to watch a 4K60, yes. But right now, it's just not even worth it. I mean, on Mixer, you can do it. On Mixer, you can do it, but it's not worth it. But yeah, um, Ninja's, man, Ninja's setup is incredible. I think the RE20 was a smart decision. Black Magics, I didn't. I saw that coming out. That came out of left field. I was just like, you should have seen my face when I watched this video. Black Magic Ursa Minis, I was just like, holy crap, dude. And then I was like, okay, how are they capturing all of that? And then I saw the TVO Studio Pro 4K and I said, makes sense. Black Magic makes that thing. Insane, man. Do you know what Ninja's internet is? It's a gig up and a gig down. Oh, so yeah, not sure. That GameCube streams are really going to benefit from 4K. You mean the flood of drool coming from your mouth? Dude, pretty much. Silent, pretty much. I was drooling. And his PC is honestly really cool. Like, I love that NZXT H700 case that he, they made for him. Like, the entire setup that he has is stupid. Also, the lighting was cool. Like, you don't see a lot of streams do that. Like, he, when he said it in the video, people were like, Oh, people have changing lights. Not that level. He doesn't have an entire... He has an entire control panel just for the lights. That's insane. Can you do a disco ball dropping from your ceiling for the first one of the day and start doing the pon-pon with the entire room glowing in different colors? Don't think so. Just saying. So, the only thing I have to criticize about this entire setup is if something breaks... That's going to suck. I hope they have a backup plan. Or if the power goes out. I think the only other setup I've seen that is as crazy as Ninja's setup is King Athalion's for both his stream and Speakeasy. And we're going to be going over that uh, next month for the uh, December uh, for, for the December setup. Um, I was going to go over this one girl's um, stream, but I started looking into it and I was just like, my setup's more impressive than that. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go over um King Athalians and maybe lyrics next time as well. I bet they had to upgrade his breaker for that room too. I think it's on a separate breaker system and it has like some of the highest end um surge protectors and all of that fun stuff that you can get. I mean they had a professional uh company come like Hollywood style company come in and do this thing. Oh, Nixie, we'll have to check that out, dude. Yeah, Nixie, we'll have to check that out. But guys, um, that about wraps it up for this podcast. That about wraps it up for this uh, episode of Twitch Tech. Ninja's setup is an incredible setup. Definitely go check out the video if you haven't seen it yet. All of the stuff I've listed here and kind of talked about is fantastic. It's one of my favorite setups on Twitch. And it's something that I'm hoping I'm either able to even have a fraction of at some point in my career on Twitch. So definitely check it out. It's one of the most unique setups I've ever seen, especially for a streaming setup. Um, definitely check it out, guys. 
And uh, I will see you guys in the next episode of Twitch Tech, where we'll be talking about some more fun topics on streaming. So see you guys next time. Have a good week.